Hi, Mark. Hi, Doctor. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Terrific. Let's. We're going to jump right into it so Hannah doesn't yell at me. Okay? Here we go. Perfect. Do you sleep well at night? Do you uh, wake up your partner? Are you a snorer? This is Mark Allen, and I'm on Late Night Health with Dr. Carlos M. Nunez. And we're going to be talking about Sleep Awareness Week and the issues that sleep apnea have. Doctor, welcome to Late Night Health. Is this a, a, a major problem? First of all, lack of sleep and the fact that you don't get a good quality sleep because you have sleep apnea. Yes, yeah, so sleep problems in general are a huge issue uh, globally, but also for Americans. Um, we've recognized over the, the last several years as the research continues to pour in that along with diet and exercise, sleep is one of the most important pillars of good health. And there are a variety of reasons why people don't get enough sleep. And as you mentioned, sleep apnea is one of the most prevalent medical conditions that affects getting good, healthy sleep. There are nearly a billion people in this world that suffer from sleep apnea, and 80% of them don't even know they have it. So it's a silent killer like blood pressure. Absolutely, yes. Well, maybe not too silent because some of them do snore. Ah. So there are some signs. But yes, it's a, it's a very good analogy because most people are asleep while this is happening, no pun intended, um, and they don't uh, they aren't quite aware of what's happening, and it's usually a bed partner, a loved one, who hears them snoring and, and actually sounds like they stop breathing in the night that brings this to their attention. But there are other symptoms as well that people just don't understand or maybe not sure that it has anything to do with sleep apnea, like waking up with a headache, waking up covered in sweat, uh, being tired all the time, falling asleep when you stop at a red light or watching TV during the day. All of those are important signs and symptoms of uh, potential problems with your sleep, especially sleep apnea. What about falling asleep at night while you're watching TV? Is that a sign or not? At nine o'clock at night, you're watching, you're watching TV and you drift off. Yeah, when it's closer to bedtime, that's probably not a, uh, as dangerous a sign. I mean, you're supposed to get tired when it's late at night. Our bodies are run by what we call circadian rhythms that cue on things like daylight or the timing of our meals. Um, what's really more concerning is like in the middle of the day when the sun is shining and you, like I said, stop at a stoplight and you start to drift off to sleep behind the wheel of the car or you're watching TV or you're sitting in a meeting during the middle of the day and you're drifting off. Um, it's not just that the speaker might be boring you, but it could just be that you're not getting good healthy sleep. Long meetings always put me to sleep, but that's another issue. What about uh, what about the 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 Darth Vader kinds of masks? And they're kind of noisy, and you sound like Darth Vader uh, with those breathing help uh, uh, sleep apnea uh, uh, units, and they seem to be quite noisy as well, keeping your partner up. So that may be the sleep apnea devices that people are accustomed to from a different time. And you're absolutely right. When treatment for sleep apnea first started 30 years ago, the devices were large and noisy. But when you look at a modern CPAP device, so CPAP stands for continuous positive airway pressure. And what happens in sleep apnea is the muscles and the soft tissues in your throat collapse when you sleep and they impede the flow of air to your lungs. 
basically you're suffocating yourself and someone diagnosed with sleep apnea is suffocating at least five times every hour while they sleep and it's not uncommon for someone with severe sleep apnea to stop breathing a hundred times an hour oh my um, so you can imagine that yeah the, the havoc that that wreaks on your body your, your blood oxygen level drops your brain rightfully so begins to freak out a little bit and it sends a jolt of adrenaline through your system to get you to breathe again so you go from starving your body of oxygen to then a jolt of adrenaline that makes your heart race and your blood pressure shoot up you take a breath and then a few seconds later or a few minutes later it happens again so the CPAP machines keep a, a gentle puff of air going through your airways to keep the airways from collapsing the modern machines like the ones that, that my company ResMed makes in this day and age are really quiet they're no louder than the sound of the air blowing through an air conditioning vent they're small, they're modern, many of them are connected to the internet. I mean, our devices actually have an app that you can run on your smartphone that shows you how well you're doing. Wow. Your doctor can monitor these devices remotely over the, uh, over the remote connection to, to the device. And the masks are the one I wear, so I'm a sleep apnea sufferer. I sleep with a CPAP machine and a mask every night. The mask I wear is about the size of my pinky. And oh, it's my. Just a little, uh, gel type cushion a silicate cushion that sits under my nostrils it's called a nasal pillow much smaller comfortable and the best thing is i get a good night's sleep it's not loud i'm not loud because i'm not snoring and i have less bruises on my ribs from my wife's elbows flying <laughs> across the bed to get me to stop snoring so interesting and we should point out that you're you're a uh, an anesthesiologist so you you used to keep put people to sleep and now you're yes. you're helping them sleep better uh, with the with the ResMed, uh, and you are the uh, chief medical officer there. Uh, any tips on how to get treatment or diagnosed for sleep apnea? Absolutely. The first thing to do is have a conversation with your physician. If you feel like you might have any of the signs and symptoms we've discussed, especially if you're tired all the time, or if you've got a bed partner or a loved one who said hey, it sounds like you stop breathing from time to time. That's when you should talk with your physician. The screening tests are really simple. It's a matter of just asking you a few questions. And depending on how you do on these, these questionnaires, it'll determine whether or not you're at risk. And from there, they can go into a more formal diagnosis where you can do what's called a sleep study or a sleep test. Many of, uh, many of the, most of the time that can be done right in the comfort of your own home. You'll take a small device home from the doctor's office where you'll wear uh, like a little thing on your finger and you might wear a little belt around your, your, your chest and in the morning the data gets uploaded to your doctor's office and they can, dis they can tell you um, if you do have sleep apnea or uh, any other types of sleeping disorders that those tests right. can, uh, can diagnose. Uh, this is National Sleep Awareness Week and we are talking with Dr. Carlos M. Nunez and we appreciate that. Uh, doctor, thank you very much. Uh, have a good night's sleep tonight and everybody go back to bed. That's what you have to do. Thank you so and much. And sleep. Thank you. Oh, what's the website? Oh, for ResMed is resmed.com. We do have information there if anybody is interested. And you can also do a Google search. Or, uh, sleep apnea and sleep concerns are pretty common, so they pop right up. Terrific. Hey, thanks a lot, doctor. Uh, I'm Mark Allen. My this pleasure. is Late Night Health.